more about help heading to Ukraine and the war effort. We're sending another 66 troops as part of this UK training program. That's after the current 120 return home at the end of this month. We're also giving another 3.7 million, half for the NATO Trust Fund for military equipment and supplies, half for the World Food Program. Commander of Joint Forces New Zealand, Rear Admiral James Gilmore's with us. Morning to you. Morning, Mike. A more a broad question. Our performance and contribution in this theatre of war so far, from your assessment, is what? Yeah, it's been exceptional. Um, I had the privilege of, of joining our training team in the UK about four weeks ago uh, and observed firsthand the training that I've provided to these conscripts. So basically turning uh, people off the street from Ukraine into soldiers in five weeks is no, uh, you know, cannot be underestimated. And, and it was really humbling to see the professionalism uh, and the, uh, I'm going to call it uh, cultural competence that went into our training team there. And of course, it was an opportunity for me to see these Ukrainian soldiers uh, face-to-face, which was particularly humbling, noting that they would probably be in combat within a week of me seeing them. That's amazing. Much has been made of their spirit. Do you see that? Yes, uh, extraordinary spirit. And obviously, they've you know, been described as one of the you know, most highly motivated training groups uh, that our team have ever been involved with. Um, and, and not surprising, I think through about 10,000 uh, Ukrainian conscripts that have gone through the, Ukraine, uh, the UK now, uh, there's only uh, a, a number of uh, three or four that had to be located, um, uh, you know, having, having wandered off in the UK. That's extraordinary. That's just an extraordinary... Uh, so, so they are there for the right reasons and they're going back to serve their country is essentially what you're saying? Yeah, that's right. Um, and, and uh, that, you know, the skills that we're imparting into these soldiers are really important. It, it does obviously a whole bunch of things, but... Uh, but quite basically, you know, we, we want them to be able to better survive in the battlefield and be more lethal on it. Mm. Our extension that was announced yesterday, I'm assuming that we will stay until the end of the war. That would be an expectation. You don't dip your toe in and then leave, do you? Well, definitely a matter for government. And our, our role in defence is to provide them advice. And, you know, through my contacts uh, and our collaboration with other partners um, assisting Ukraine, um, we, we, we are hoping that we'll move into something that looks more like a campaign for Ukraine. Of course, quite naturally, over the past 12, uh, 18 months, um, uh, they've just been throwing resources in front of the problem. So um, it's, it's, it's a desperation. And, of course, what they'd want to do is stop Russia's advance and then start pushing them back. And, of course, we're now at this position where um, tentatively it looks like we're at that position. We're pushing them back, exactly. or at least them withdrawing is underway. Um, so in the new year, as the campaign evolves and matures, we'll be providing advice to government if there are further things that we could and should be doing. You got any sense how long this goes? Well, it is difficult to say. I mean, a lot of commentators, I think, uh, are talking about the effect of winter um, and, of course, the, the effect of uh, interrupting logistical uh, supply lines, uh, particularly for Russia, uh, with the... Um, particularly, the, you know, the bombing of the bridge over the Dnieper River and then and they're, they're making a tactical withdrawal for logistics reasons onto the east side of the Dnieper River is significant. Doesn't mean that they'll wait out the winter, which means it's going to be difficult for mobility. I think it's possible. Um, uh, uh, frankly, we, we're just going to have to see how that plays out. Yeah. My, everything I'm reading is it's heading towards negotiation or needs to because some of, some of the Western countries are getting to people like Biden and going, look, we can't fund this thing forever. He's putting pressure on Zelensky. I know this isn't your department, but as a, as a person who I'm assuming thinks about this stuff, that's, I guess, where it's heading, isn't it? So totally a decision, a sovereign decision for Ukraine. And, and it is difficult. I mean, we all wish, wish for this conflict to end. Um, but from a sovereignty perspective, Ukraine uh, has to make its own decisions. Now, how long 
um, a, a global effort to keep throwing resources at, at, at the problem will continue is something that is yeah, quite definitely out of my lane. Um, in the meantime, uh, the contributions that the New Zealand Defence Force has made uh, on, on behalf of its government has been extraordinary. I mean, it goes all the way back to the C-130 mobility across Europe uh, earlier this year. Uh, like gun training, intelligence support, you know, training, um, our liaison officers, we're all adding um, a, a great deal of value, and I'm, I'm very proud to be part of it. Good. How stretched are you, given you need to work in the Pacific over the cyclone season? Well, it comes into the calculus. Is that, you know, there's a bunch of things that we uh, we weigh up. Um, you know, we, we, we obviously want to be able to contribute as long as the government wishes us to in the defence of Ukraine support. We do have, of course, the journey of regenerating our, um, our capabilities post-operation protect, which was our support to the, uh, to the COVID response. And as you, as you rightly say, we need to be prepared for the high-risk weather season. Um, always um, you know, uh, in our minds, you know, as we go through Christmas into the first three or four months of the new year, uh, we look at what the weather might, patterns might be doing and making sure we have capabilities ready to respond if required. And, of course, um, there is no season for volcanoes or tsunamis, so we do have to maintain our sense of readiness for those things. Quite right. James, appreciate it very much. Rear Admiral Jim Gilmore.